Good morning. Thank you for joining me, Pastor Zach Williams, for another edition of New Horizons, the daily podcast and radio ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. It is always my greatest joy to be able to dive deep into God's Word with you, and I hope that you enjoy these podcasts as much as I enjoy giving giving them to you. If you would like more information about Flat Creek Baptist Church, feel free to check us out on our website, flatcreekchurch.net. You can find all the information you need to know about us there, who we are as a church, what we believe, our staff page, as well as directions to the church and service times and how to give. If you go onto our website to give and you would like to give directly to New Horizons, you can do that and all proceeds you give to New Horizons go directly to this ministry 100% in order for us to continue being able to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus. So we thank you for anything you are willing to give. But more than anything, we ask for your prayerful support for this ministry. That is the most important thing we can have. Friends, listen, today we're going to continue walking through the book of Mark and we're coming now to a point in the life of Jesus where he is nearer to the cross than he's ever been. Let me remind you that the book of Revelation tells us that Jesus is the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth. Jesus, when he came, came on a very specific mission. Since the moment of his birth, really, uh, since eternity passed, Jesus was walking toward Mount Calvary. He was walking toward that day where he would hang on a cross on Golgotha's hill. Well, what we're going to see today um, is Jesus riding triumphantly into Jerusalem on what we know as Palm Sunday. Now, in order to really get a grasp on what's taking place here and in order for you to understand all the things that you're going to see over the next few days, you really have to enter these things with a Jewish mindset. So first of all, let's be reminded of the time of year that this takes place. So we're right at Passover. So this is the time of year that Jews celebrate really their independence. It would be just like our July the 4th here in the United States of America, the day that we declared independence from Great Britain. Well, in uh, for the Jews, Passover is that point where they mark their exodus from Egypt, their Independence Day, if you will. So this is one of their biggest holidays of the year. Uh, Some may even argue the biggest holiday of the year as they commemorate what God did for them in Egypt and bringing them out. Now, with the Passover, there are very specific instructions and very specific things that they have to do. And one of those is to sacrifice a Passover lamb. So when we're thinking about Jesus and we're thinking about him coming into Jerusalem and him dying on the cross, understand that him being the lamb that's slain before the foundations of the world, he is the chosen lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. So when we think about Jesus here in this text, in the text that we're going to look at, understand that one of the first things that would happen uh, in a Jewish home for Passover is the selection of an unblemished lamb that they would use for sacrifice. So this isn't just Jesus riding triumphantly in on the back of a colt in order, uh, you know, with, with great pomp and pageantry. This is actually the selection of the lamb is what we're seeing here in the text. So let's read together. It says, when they approached, this is chapter 11 of Mark, 
When they approached Jerusalem at Bethpage and Bethany near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples ahead and he told them, go into the village ahead of you. As soon as you enter it, you will find a young donkey tied there on which no one has ever set. Notice uh, the, 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 the sovereignty of Jesus in this moment. He has no, no record here of him going there and tying this donkey up himself or going and telling an individual to do this. Instead, Jesus says, hey, when you get there, you're going to find a donkey tied there, and I want you to go to that specific place, and it's a donkey that nobody's ever sat on before, and I want you to untie it, and I want you to bring it to me. And if there's anybody around who says, why are you doing this? Say to them, the Lord needs it, and he will send it back here right away. So Jesus already giving them instructions of, of what to do in case something happens. Jesus sovereignly is looking ahead to any situation they might face, but knows exactly what's going to take place. So they went and they found a young donkey outside in the street tied by the door, just like Jesus had said. They untied it, and some of those standing there said, what are you doing? Untying the donkey. And they answered them and said, just as Jesus had told them to say so. So they let them go. Then they brought the donkey to Jesus, and they threw their robes on it, and he sat on it. <clears throat> and many people spread their robes on the road. And others spread leafy branches cut from the field. This is where we get our idea of Palm Sunday. Then those who went ahead and those who followed kept shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna. He who comes in the name of the Lord is the blessed one. The coming kingdom of our father David is blessed. Hosanna in the highest heaven. This comes from Psalm 118. And for Jews, it is known as the Hallel. Is where we get our word hallelujah. So it's a praise. It's, a, it's an anthem of praise. And he went into Jerusalem and into the temple complex. And after looking around at evening, since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. So understand the scene. When Jesus comes over the hilltop there from Bethany on the Mount of Olives, he overlooks Jerusalem. And the Bible tells us at that moment that the Jews who were lining the streets begin to lay palm branches down for the donkey to walk over, robes on the road, and they're shouting, Hosanna, Hosanna, he who comes in the name of the Lord is the blessed one. And they're clamoring and they're worshiping and they're praising the Lord Jesus Christ. What are they doing in this moment is exactly what I said at the very beginning. They are choosing him. Now, now when we think about this, friends, in, in respect of, of a Jewish mind, what they're looking for, remember, is an earthly king. So, so for them at that moment, they, they, are, they are celebrating because they believe that Jesus is that earthly Messiah that they've been looking for, that, that, that revolutionary who's about to throw uh, Rome out of the city and he's going to be a deliverer and a conqueror. But remember that Jesus came to save us, yes, but he came to save us spiritually. He came to set us free from the bondage 
of our sin. In order for him to do that, he would not conquer Rome. He would conquer the dominion of the devil and he would conquer the dominion and the power of sin in the lives of every believer, in the lives of of any human who would put their faith in him. But to do that, he would have to go to the cross of Calvary. So symbolically, what the Jews are doing in this moment is they are selecting him, but unbeknownst to them at that moment, what they're actually doing is choosing him as the lamb, the one who will die for their sins, not just their sins, but your sins and mine. So as we think about these things today, as we ponder these things today, I, I urge you to really take a moment to remember what Jesus has done for you. He died for you, dear friend, that you might have eternal life in him if you would just give your life to him in saving faith. Listen, I love you. I give God all the glory for what he's doing in your life and mine, and I pray that he might be with you as the day continues. God bless.